0: football game totally awesome real human being football kind of a real football game that we got to watch as close as you're gonna get right now it's let's go duffel on the odyssey app wherever you get
1: your podcasts he's ryan duffy my name is pat duffy i've been seeing far too much of you patrick shut up i'm already done with you i've been seeing far too much of you with football season getting back in uh rare in form oh man poor you well no it sucks you were here saturday watching the game with me Mm -hmm. in the basement uh yeah you were Jumping back and forth between beers and caffeine-free
0: Diet Cokes. I got kids, man. You know, being a dad don't stop for preseason football. So we got a lot of stuff to get into. In fact, there's breaking news today as we tape the show
1: involving two running backs that look like they're going to be signing with two divisional teams, but we'll get to that. So Inks? Zoinks! Uh, Before we get into actual content, Ryan is mad at me last week because he kept pointing at me at the end of the show saying he had something to say. When you also have a microphone,
0: you could just say words. Oh, I didn't want to step on your your voice. Since when? Oh, I mean, you were were doing the outro. I didn't want to be like, wait, stop. What do we need to tell everybody listening? Well, I was making a T with my hands, like a timeout. I thought you were saying, like, I'm running out of time. I have to go back to my children. Well, T is also the first letter in T tiktok which we are a part of now big strong community so if you guys are on tiktok or if you want to join tiktok you know feel free to go ahead and search let's go duffalo um yeah fun times posting clips from the show and just various stuff that comes up and it's a good time to see everyone kind of interact with it
1: i love how you think that this show has so much pull that people will join tiktok only
0: to watch the let's go duffalo tiktok let's make something abundantly clear I know that this show doesn't have the reach to bring people to TikTok. What it what this show does do, though, is provide me a creative and fun outlet for one of my greatest hobbies, which is social media management. Kidding. No, is this something fun to do? And, okay, you know, we, if you want to see it, go see it. If you don't, I don't care. Yeah,
1: you sell it really, really well. Go sign up for a TikTok. Go. if you
0: want to do it, great. And if not, that's great too. So, what's the handle on TikTok? Let's Duffalo. All right, there you go. <laughs> Bills get a massive
1: preseason win over the Indianapolis Colts, 29-19 on Saturday. And those matter. Those wins matter. Well, the uh, we'll get to this later in the show, but the Bills have won 11 of their last 12 preseason games. Hmm. I mean, they're not the Ravens having won 24 straight. That's insane. <laughs> Dude, that's just crazy. But we'll get, we'll get more into that uh, later in the show. Uh, the takeaways from the game on Saturday. Defense up front looked really, really good. Yeah. But that was to be expected with a fourth overall pick rookie making his first ever start. Dane Jackson gets a nice boost fighting for the starting corner job. For at, sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, Anthony Richardson just gifts him an interception. I mean... Y- y- yeah it, you knew it was going to happen eventually, right? It I was mean, a bad interception. It was bad. Though. It was like bad, bad pick. Bad you get it out of your system now. I mean, it's his first NFL start ever. know I Man. understand. And, it's a, just, and, a, and a, like third pass total, like it's, it's just funny because
1: Yucky. like that was our life for twenty years, uh, sure, right? Like just sure. rotating through young court. This is the guy. This is the guy. Oh, right, here we go. And then like after the first preseason game, having like rationalize in our head, like well, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah this is my first game, gonna
0: happen. honestly, yeah, they, we all sounded just like that. I would say, though, I think we had it worse where all of our, our terrible quarterback play happened in the regular season, well, not in the preseason. I mean, Nate Peterman was lighting people up uh, up and down the, the, the gridiron. Have we had a show where Nate Peterman has not come <laughs> up yet?
1: Because, once again, Nate Peterman got the whole second half for the Chicago Bears. He's on that roster. Nate Peterman played significant time in the Bears preseason game, which we had on next to the Bills preseason game because we are gluttons for punishment.
0: You cannot stop Nate. You Go. can't do
1: it. Going back to the Bills against the Colts. Uh, we saw what we saw. James Cook looked really, really good. Yeah. Uh, we should get a better look at him Saturday against the Steelers just mm-hmm. because uh, Dane Jackson won't be picking off the worst passes ever from <laughs> uh, Anthony Richmond and Isaiah McKenzie won't be running the ball eight yards deep in the end zone. So, which, don't go. Sorry. We're going to talk about it more later. All right. Show. All right. All right. But the biggest takeaway from this game on Saturday,
0: the new. Backup quarterback controversy. Ooh, babe. I would even say arguably vying for QB one if he keeps <laughs> keeps up this stellar performance. Kyle Allen, not great. No, not not fantastic. Some would even say bad. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely comparably to to Matthew Barkley. Okay. Uh the we'll get to that in a sec. The
1: weird thing right off the bat about the offense on Saturday. Mm-hmm. They hardly threw the ball in the first quarter, arguably the first half, yeah, hardly like don't we want to get a look at these new receivers in Dalton Kincaid? like isn't that kind of what we were waiting to get into here?
0: yeah, but i I mean, yes, but also too, like we're a pass heavy offense. Do you really want to be showing like a lot of your cards, so to speak? You
1: can just run a vanilla offense and throw the ball. Hmm. I was expecting, look, look, I I figured that they had, they knew what they had with Cook, right? They've been, they had him on the roster last season. He came on strong at the end of last year. You don't want to bang him up a little at too much, which by the way, they didn't. I mean, that touchdown run he had, he, nobody touched him on the the way into the end zone. Right.
0: And he, what, he had like two series, three series. Yeah. yeah, And he was
1: gone. Yeah. I want to say 10 plays, but Khalil Shakir is the only regular game day contributor that even caught a ball. They didn't even throw in Dalton Kincaid's direction. Direction. Yep. I don't remember Sheerfield. I looked at the box score. He didn't have a catch. I was trying to remember. If I I remember hearing his name, but maybe there was a penalty involved on it. I yeah, don't
0: know. Yeah, that sounds about right. And he threw a great block on the, the James Cook touchdown. Um, and I don't think Dawson Knox got a target either. I, uh, did Dawson Knox even play? Yeah, he was Yeah, in he did. You're right. Because they yeah. ran
1: what they call that 11.5 personnel, two receiver, two <laughs> yeah. tight end, all 12, that stuff. 12, but 11. Yeah, you half. got it. So we learned nothing about one. The skill of Dalton Kincaid, which everyone's very excited about coming out of training camp. Mm -hmm. And two, where these new receivers are going to slot in behind Stephon Davis and... Stephon Davis. Davis Stephon Davis and Gabriel Diggs. And Gabe Davis. Like, we learned nothing about it. Yeah. The only thing we did learn is Khalil Shakir was the last of the regular wide receiver contributors... Off the field.
0: And really didn't have a great game himself.
1: Yeah. he uh, Well, that's what's... Oh, here's the frustrating thing about Khalil Shakir, man. And it's been the book on him. And I'd like to apologize for my pass at home parking in the background right now as my kids come in from playing outside tonight. It's Sh- okay. Shakir's book has been he will make three amazing grabs. Yeah. And then drop an easy one. And that's exactly what happened on Saturday,
0: right? Three steps forward, two steps back. DJ's get kid. We go together. <laughs> um... <laughs> It ain't fiction. I mean, it's a natural fact. But no, I, th- I think he, he. It's like his mo. He's almost like, um, like Gabe, da- like tiny Gabe Davis. Yeah, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he, the same situation where like you make these like unbelievably contested catches, but these like seemingly uh, air quote simple to you know the well yeah uh, for his nat- skill. For, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, they just kind of go in and out. It's like the really smart people that you know that just have like no common sense. But like here's the difference between Gabe Davis and Khalil Shakir. Gabe Davis makes explosive plays. He makes big plays. Like
1: even if Gabe Davis were to drop every other ball, the balls he catches matter in the box score at the end. Khalil Shakir will make a couple of nice grabs that don't affect the game in a major way mm-hmm. and then drop the one that you need. Like, for example, he caught three nice balls. Right before he dropped a ball that you needed to continue the the drive, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you dropped it right past the stick. Do you think it's yips? I have no idea. I have no idea what it is. I mean, he is still a young player, but then again, you would think being in this offense after for a year, like he, you know, he was part of that playoff run towards down the
0: stretch at the end of the season towards down the stretch. You heard what I said, Gabe, Diggs, (laughs) Dawson Kincaid, which actually kind of works, but when Kyle
1: Allen did throw the ball, it was just bad. His numbers on Saturday. Please, 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 please give it to me. 8 of 15, 122, and a
0: pick six in just over a half of football. 8 of 15, so a little bit over 50%. Yes. And what was the, the, the yardage? Buck 22. one twenty-two, and a pick. Yep. Pick six. Pick six. Yeah. Um, which honestly should have been two picks, because that first pass that he threw that ended up going through the hands of the defensive back like, mm-hmm. was way behind whoever it was, probably Sherfield at that point. That may have been where he was uh, mentioned, and, um, yeah, he was gifted a drop at that point.
1: But Kyle Allen, he looked hesitant. He looked uncomfortable. When he did get clean throws off, you could see the physical tools. Yeah. Right? Like, you understand why this guy keeps getting looks in the NFL. He had a few zips. That's yeah, it, for sure. Yeah. But, like, those moments were few and far between. And here's the thing. New quarterback in a new system, mm-hmm. playing with nothing but backups. That performance on Saturday should not be as alarming as it is for a lot of Bills fans right now. Why is that? Well, just because, like you know, you should be given a grace period after your first after your first game in a new system. Because even uh, oh yeah, even after the game, Kyle Allen said he thought his start went smooth, which was an interesting way to put it. <laughs> and everything would have been just fine if it wasn't for Matt freaking Barkley. Yeah,
0: he had a great game.
1: He played the game of his life. Yeah, are you ready for these numbers? Oh god, I'm, oh I'm ready. Okay, Matt Barkley. Went 14 of 15. Wow, okay. For 172 yards and two touchdowns in just under a half of football. That is over a four-quarter game, a 350-yard, four-touchdown game with over a 90% completion percentage.
0: Yeah, that's like 95, 96.
1: I don't know what it is. I'm not good at math. I went to summer school five out of the seven years I could have gone.
0: Dr. Summer School. (laughs) (laughs) But Matt Barkley, let me say that again. Yeah.
1: Matt Dr. Summerschool. Matt Barkley went
0: 14 of 15 for a buck 72 and two touchdowns in just under a half of football. It would have been great to see him get over 2 um 200 yards that is. Um I mean good for him, you know. But here's the thing though. Like going back to your point on Kyle Allen you can see the difference in the zip on the ball between oh, yeah. Kyle Allen and, oh, and, and, oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. and Bitcoin Barkley. So <laughs> so here's the deal. If I would be willing to I am, I should say, willing to give Kyle Allen the benefit of the doubt because if you look at the way that Matt Barkley was throwing every single pass, mind you also, Matt Barkley got taken out on his first drive. After he got sacked on the first play, Kyle Allen came back into the game. Yes, and then I'm pretty sure, if not for the rest of, of that drive, but or, or maybe later in the drive, but Matt Barkley came out for a spell oh, after yeah. he got sacked, which he got blown up. Like, that was bad. I think it doesn't matter. But my point is that, like, Matt Barkley is, an, is a, a, a seasoned veteran, right? He knows this offensive system. Mm. He knows how to be a quarterback in the NFL. He, timing is everything for him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The, if, if. He deviates like a quarter of a. He's like ocean, he's like Danny Ocean breaking into a, uh, a, a, the Bellagio Casino. You know what I mean? Like everything is down to like millisecond synchronized watches. He's gonna be here in three, two, throw. Like, and if he and if he deviates from that at all, those are going the other way, hundred percent. I agree with you. And look, I you could even make
1: the argument that if you're not, if you're not playing against the third defense for the Colts, every one of those <laughs> balls are going the other way. It was comical to see. And again, this is not a knock on Matt Barkley not but at all. He's 32 years old, he's a fourth round pick, right? He's someone who admitted that if the Bills had not called and said essentially you're going to be our practice squad quarterback, he would have retired from the league.
0: Yeah. But this is last year or this This year? is this
1: coming year. Oh, okay. He throws the ball. His delivery is so slow. Like I thought something was wrong with my television. That's how slow Matt Barkley's delivery is. He
0: looks like every dad in the backyard throwing balls to his kids, and all of a sudden, it's a touchdown. You can see him, too, like rotating his shoulder after every single throw. <laughs> Just trying to loosen
1: it up a little bit. So my favorite part of that game is Matt Barkley, after every play that was successful, would high-five absolutely everybody, and it made it look like he was like being rah-rah guy, which he might have been. I'm convinced he was so out of breath, he was trying to take as much time as possible before he had to snap the ball again.
0: I mean, that's like his e-bug, like emergency backup goalie game, where like everyone's cheering him on. It's like, oh my gosh, he's in the game, and he stopped a shot. Like the Blackhawks are throwing a parade for him the next day.
1: But what you brought up, is the problem. Matt Barkley does not look like a serviceable backup NFL quarterback. You cannot have him one hit away from
0: being the backup quarterback. No, but... Or being the starting quarterback. No, definitely not. But I also don't think you can do that with Kyle Allen, and I don't think you can do that through the majority of of teams in the NFL. You know? Like, if God forbid, if Josh Allen gets hurt or misses an extended period of time, like, what, 10, 15, even five years ago... You hire or assign a backup quarterback to, at the very least, split the games that they're going to be uh, uh, in for, covering for the, for the starter while Yeah, yeah, go, ha- go 500. Do you think Matt Barkley's going to win a game in the NFL on, on this team? No, of course not. Right. No, so- I don't think
1: there's a team that he could be on there he's going to win. A- I think you could, I mean, name a team where Matt Barkley, and again, I love Matt Barkley. Of course,
0: all due respect, man, but name, like, yeah. Name a team where Matt Barkley goes above 500 as their starting quarterback. I mean, you'd have to have a, I mean, honestly, if there is a team, I would say. Day, it would be the bills to be honest you, because you yeah. have no 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 but I'm saying like it, it, that's but that's even like uh, even more of an indictment I think because the bills are a top three arguably best team in the NFL can beat anybody like yeah if that, if he can't win on that team come on man okay so that being said are you worried about the backup quarterbacks right now uh no 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 no, no. no I'm not I'm not because because I still maintain that like I don't care who it is it could be Nate Peterman again okay no <laughs> look you're right If Josh
1: Allen, and again, I'm knocking on wood, everybody. I'm knocking on wood. If something happens and he's out in an extended period of time, this team's in serious trouble. Totally. But what we've seen from Josh Allen before is he is willing to put his head down and play through whatever he's got to play through. We watched it happen last year. We watched it happen in the first couple of seasons. What you need from your backup quarterback is a guy that can potentially give you a game or two. Yeah. And step in off the sidelines while Josh goes and gets, and I'm using quote fingers, taped up in the locker room to come back out <laughs> and finish that game. Much like Patrick Mahomes got, quote, taped up in the locker room. In Daniel the last LaRusso's two- going to fight? Bro, my favorite, I'm going to go off on a tangent real quick. Have you watched Quarterback on Netflix? I,
0: I refuse to because I can't, I just can't with Patrick Mahomes. I'm the same I way. I do it.
1: I, I, I saw a clip. And, you know, so if you're familiar if you're not familiar with this, you're one of the two people, Ryan and I, watch this. <laughs> you know, uh, Mahomes is mic'd up in every game that he's in and they're playing this clip. So uh, it's a playoff game where he gets hurt last year. He rolls his ankle right, right? before halftime. Yeah. You got it. And everything in that documentary series is authentic and you're seeing everything happen. So he rolls his ankle and they run it back into the locker room and all of a sudden he comes back out and he's like, oh, good tape job's done
0: really well no he really so, well hang on a really second. though in fairness though like he you know B enemy says we're gonna take you out and he's like no and andy and andy reed says you we know we're gonna take you out He's like no like i'm good and then they're like you're gonna go get an x-ray now and he's like no and he goes inside jogs on it it's like doing his like weird like hip stroll walk mm-hmm. that he does yeah Um, I'm hating on him big time. You got to respect him. But either way, goes into the locker room and and then like in the clip that I saw, I think we're probably talking about the same thing. Yeah. Um, You know, there's just a camera outside of whatever emergency room it is. And then he, he, like, walks out and he goes, the x-ray's negative. The x-ray's negative. Wow. All of a sudden, it the tornado kicked in. The tornado kicked exactly. in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, like, you're going to be unfettered access to the NFL.
1: No shot on video. I, I, I love.
0: I can just imagine, like, the guy who's administering whatever drugs he, <laughs> he got shot up with is, like, pointing to it, like, with, like, big signs. and Like, I'm going to take an x-ray now, Patrick. <laughs> allegedly and jokingly, but still, who yeah. knows? Oh, come right? on, we're adults here, for well, of God's course. sakes. Well, when this blows up on TikTok and everyone's being like, oh, but popular uh, podcast that no one listens to in Western New York uh, accuses Patrick Mahomes of taking Torridol in the divisional playoff game.
1: Going back to the backup quarterback controversy here. Uh, yeah, look, I don't trust Kyle Allen to come in and run a couple of drives. Well, Josh is getting right. I don't trust Kyle Allen right now. To be a guy that can go 500 if he has to play two or three games, mm-hmm. okay, I don't know how you go 500 playing three games, <laughs> but like I mean, granted, it's one performance, but his entire training camp, folks in the know have been saying, you know, this is going to be a problem. Yeah. So, is the backup quarterback for the Buffalo Bills this season on this roster right now?
0: I mean, backup, true backup. Yeah. I mean, I don't th- honestly, probably not. Um, I think that Barkley is your your practice squad guy right yeah, yeah, like no yeah. one's picking him up no. tennessee learned the hard way <laughs> <laughs> last or two seasons ago um yeah it's i would i would say no and i would say you got to take a look out for cutdowns All
1: right, so here's the problem with that though what
0: if the issue with kyle allen mm. if the reason why matt barkley looks so much better than kyle
1: allen is because time in the system and the system is complicated which word on the street it is yep you're going to be the they don't do cutdowns leading up to, you know, it's just one big cutdown now. So yeah. there'll be a 1,000 players on the street a week before opening day. Right. Which is so terrible. If you go fine, well, it does give guys more paychecks leading up to being cut. Of course.
0: Yeah, fair enough. But just the idea that, like, hey, uh what, <laughs> what 49% of <laughs> our, uh, our full workforce yeah. is going to be out of a job in it, one day? That like, is true. Yikes. But let's say, you know, a couple of veterans come loose, right? If you go
1: sign that guy, well... He's got to learn this whole system. Mm -hmm. He's a hit away from being your starter. Yeah. And you've got eight days to get him ready.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, I I think that, you know, as long as you can lean on the other elements of the offense and make... Like, any any, uh, complicated system can dumb down for Joe Schmo coming off the street just to get you into... You know, put some kind of game plan together. Sure, but let's let's break this down. You're already taking a huge step down from Josh Allen no longer being
1: your quarterback because yeah. he makes the offense go. Yeah. Uh the fact that Josh Allen has the talent he has and can run this offense that's complicated is even more remarkable. Yep. So not only are you losing the athleticism of Josh Allen, you're losing all of the weapons you have in the scheme of that offense. Like you're taking two full steps back, which is the worst DJ Scat Cat song that I've ever heard. <laughs> One step forward, two full steps back. We go
0: together because I don't have a
1: job, and you know. Can I tell you, that music video came on my phone the other day on Twitter. Really? Out of nowhere. I hadn't thought about the animated cat dance with Paul Abdul in 15 years. That came on. I found it it showed up on my Twitter feed, and now you just brought that up, and I feel like there's something's happening here. Interesting. It's weird.
0: Um, I think we should change that to the outro music. I'm not, well, we should <laughs> change don't have, the outro music to that.
1: Here's how pathetic this podcast is. Yeah. We don't have the rights to DJ Scatcat's voice <laughs> to play as <is> the outro <laughs> music. I'm sure we
0: can find a sound alike that has, uh, you know, eminent or eminent, whatever the public domain. Thank you. Okay. Um,
1: Nobody knows what we're talking no, about. No, not a chance. Do yourself a favor and no, watch no. the music video for <laughs> Paula Abdul's 1998 hit Opposite to Track. 98? I would have thought earlier. Oh, 88, 88. Did I say okay. 98? Yeah. Uh, where she shares the screen with a dancing animated cat that also raps in the song.
0: What a time for, if you want to really go full board on this tangent, what a time for live action cartoon, uh, you know, features. You got Paul Abdul and MC Scratch Cat. D- you D- got DJ Scat Cat. DJ Scat Cat, excuse me. You got uh, Bob Hoskins and Roger Rabbit yeah, together. That was big time. Um, you got w- w- Brad Pitt and whatever cool world. Who cares? I'm just saying that was a big thing and really went away for a while and for, I mean, ever really. So going back to the Bills game. But who's going to be the backup quarterback? <laughs> Roger Rabbit, let's figure it out.
1: So what do you do right now if you're Josh Allen? If you're Josh Allen? Well, so here's the thing. Yard. No. What? <laughs> go yard, baby. No, what I'm saying is let's say the backup quarterback is not on this roster right now, or they're gonna go with Matt Barkley as their number two and put some and put Kyle Allen trying to sneak him through waivers and put him on the practice. Yeah. Board. The only reason, and we've talked about this before, that these two guys are the bill back, Bill's backup quarterbacks is because they're friends with Josh Allen. Yep. Josh Allen asked Brandon Bean to sign Kyle. And look, I'm sure Brandon Bean looked at tape and said. Air quote, asked. Okay. But no, I'm sure Brandon <laughs> Bean's I'm not like, I'm yeah, kidding. okay. But we know, we know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that Matt Parker. had an influence, for yes. sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. So they're both your friends. Mm hmm. And we would be naive to believe that in this process they're not going to ask Josh Allen his opinion on who he thinks the better quarterback is. You think so? Uh, you don't. If they if he has the power to be like bring our guy, bring my guys in, they're not going to go to him and be like, "What do you think?"
0: I mean, I don't know. Maybe I would like to think that like his influence can get you a, a seat at the table, but like you got to get picked up for the dance.
1: Look, we're talking about offense here. They're not going to sit the starting quarterback down and say, "What do you see when you watch these guys play? What what can be done differently?" And maybe as a trusted advisor. Yeah, that's what but, I'm
0: saying. Yeah, okay. Fair enough, and if you want to consider his feedback, like go for it. But but if I'd be like Josh, who do you want to be your backup quarterback? Like I don't. I mean, maybe oh, who knows? I don't know. I don't know how these. I mean, don't meet your heroes. I don't know how these things work out. But
1: like if you're if you're Josh Allen, do you do you do you, do you just. Try not to get hurt all season. and Of course. I mean, like, more so <laughs> than you would and keep Kyle Allen because you like him a lot. Or are you honest if they ask your opinion and your good buddy? Who, by the way, probably would have had other opportunities on other teams and maybe would have performed better. Kyle Allen? Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. I, yeah, He maybe. would have caught
1: on with a roster somewhere. He came to Buffalo for an opportunity and to hang out with his boy. And if he gets cut, hey, thanks a lot,
0: Josh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, the only, like, serviceable, air quote, serviceable, um, person I would think to bring in would be Darnold if he gets cut from... So I, I did
1: see that article today. Yeah. No, well, the word, the word is because there, you got Purdy as
0: a starter in San Francisco. Yeah. Come confirm. I saw it on the way here, like... Kyle Shanahan's like, Brock Purdy's number one. End of story. Then it's a battle between Trey Lance and Sam
1: Darnold for the number two. Mm -hmm. The idea would be, if you're going to make a move, you trade assets to go get Sam Darnold. Really? Like a sixth round pick. Well, in that way, I mean, look, it's a late pick. They do have extras from the way that they were drafting this year. Fair. And you get him into camp ASAP. He has a chance to learn the system. He's also good buddies with Josh. For Bills fans, for some reason, loved Darnold when he was
0: coming out in college. Yeah. Yeah. So... I and, don't, if you, and if you remember, too, like, I don't know, put whatever stock in this, but I remember seeing a picture of the Bills like draft board and on in like a whiteboard <laughs> for some reason. It said USC use or no, uh, I'm sorry, USC, um, uh, Oklahoma, Wyoming. Um, UCLA, and then Louisville, which oh. which if that was... That would be Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Josh, uh, Allen. Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Lamar Jackson.
1: Really messed up on that Lamar
0: Jackson pick, huh? Yeah. God, <laughs> well, they met, everyone else messed up on the Josh Allen. Well, not really. I mean, taking seven, but still. Well, everybody messed up
1: except for the Ravens and the Bills.
0: Yeah. Everybody except for the Ravens and the Bills screwed the
1: pooch in that draft. Yeah. Hard.
0: Which, it's. I mean, that's just the way it is, man. You
1: know? Things will never be the same. Things will never be the same. No, some things will never change. Are we doing the Tupac version or the... <laughs> Mandolin Rain version. Shut up. We had an interesting turn of events on Saturday. What's that, Patrick? Well, look, as Bills fans, we are. We do have a little bit of PTSD. We wince when we have players returning to Orchard Park to play the Bills that we no longer wanted or no longer wanted to be. Oh, yeah. For the first time in a long time, it went the Bills way in a game, of course, that doesn't matter. (laughs) But if you've been a Bills fan for as long as we've been Bills fans, you remember those games. Oh, yeah. Where they came back to town and things went very, very bad. Revenge. We'll get into it. It's Let's Go Duffalo, the Odyssey (laughs) app, wherever you get your podcasts. this way, because it's a guy that Bills fans still love. He didn't leave on bad terms. He had no. every opportunity to take the job that he was offered, and it just didn't work out. Yeah. And most every other instance where a guy like this comes back to town or the Bills see him again, it goes bad for the Bills. Yeah. First time I can remember on Saturday where that didn't happen. Interesting. Let's go Duffalo on the Odyssey app where right you get your podcast. He's Ryan Duffy. My name's Pat Duffy. Coming up in just a little while. Uh, you know, we played last week, Josh Allen, autographed prices right, and your jaw dropped.
0: Sure did. But it's
1: still on the floor. Uh, this week, even more ridiculous memorabilia stuff because something was released uh, on Friday that Bills fans flocked to Western New York Wegmans to get, mm. and it got insane. <laughs> okay. And it turns out if you go to your local grocery store, there are more Bills products <laughs> that you can buy. To put it into your everyday life. And we've officially jumped the shark on this poppy. And we'll oh, get man. to it. We'll get to all it. All right, all right. That and what's making Ryan sad. Sure. I am so prepared. Just a little while here. Let's go Duffalo and the Odyssey app. Patrick. Isaiah McKenzie, former Bills wide receiver, made his return to Buffalo sure on did. Saturday. Was not a great return for Isaiah McKenzie. No. Both literally
0: and figuratively. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I think, you know... He did his best to, you know, show your ex that you're doing just fine. Um and then really butcher. And, and that. then like and then get picked up by your parents. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Isaiah McKenzie is back to take the opening kickoff. Oh yeah. He takes the ball eight yards deep in the end zone. Uh huh. And runs it out. Well, hang on one second. Yeah, All of that is true, but you're glossing over the fact that he almost took like, took like a stutter knee like he was going to d- down it. But then he's like, psych, and ran out of the end zone eight yards deep, like you mentioned. So eight yards deep, and then also losing a half to three quarters of a second by yep. doing that little fakie. Everyone, I mean, everyone's, sorry, I, I just, I, that just blows my mind. It makes me so angry. What? That little fake, like, I'm, am I going to kneel it? Whatever the case. Like, dude, watch any kickoff. Like, every kick coverage team is trained to run through the end of the end zone every single rep. Everyone is coming full steam ahead. There's no, like, no one's, like, dogging it three quarters of the way down the field. It's like, oh, it's deep in the end zone. He's not going to, what? <laughs> like, dude, like, get it. I just yeah. I love Isaiah McKenzie, but like and I know why he was doing it. You're like you wanna show off sure. but come on. And man. you're
1: back in Buffalo, right? First game in your new team, whatever. Right. Uh and here's the thing. So he takes it from eight yards deep in the end zone. Yep. He gets tackled at like the 15. Also, there's a holding penalty. So the ball gets back up inside the five yard line. And here's the thing any other preseason game that you would ever play in, none of this matters. It's mm-hmm. all for fun, right? right like right, nobody right. would hold against Isaiah McKenzie. Problem here is it's the first ever drive, fourth overall pick Anthony Richardson has ever had yeah. at an NFL team. He starts his NFL career at his own four. Thanks, Isaiah. <laughs> Then, then, Uh he's back to return a punt. He doesn't fair catch the punt inside the Bills' 10, lets it bounce. The Bills down it inside the 5 again. And Anthony Richardson has his second NFL drive starting inside the 5. Dynamite Uh, field position. After that, he no longer was returning any kicks or punts for the rest of the game. He did end up having three catches for 20 yards, which is a very Isaiah McKenzie,
0: hundred percent, yeah, no, fantastic. I mean, that's five fantasy points right there. That's pretty <laughs> far, par for the course. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, 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 happy that he's caught on to another team. But one thing though, like I do, I do want to give him a little bit of credit, or maybe not be so hard on him because I'm not being hard. Oh no, 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 no I'm, On one point okay. that I made before about him taking out of the end zone, it's the preseason. I understand Isaiah McKenzie is likely going to be, uh, if not the but considered to be the primary punt and kickoff return guy right so maybe it's not he doesn't have to do it as much but every dude who's competing for that position is motivated i don't care how deep you are it could be nine and a half yards deep you're gonna run that ball up because you have like what's the worst that's gonna happen you either know how to take a Mm touchback and and like oh great way to show us your skills you know person or you run it out of the end zone and you get blown up at the three yard line and it gets fumbled and returned for a touchdown and you're gonna get cut anyway like okay. you, you're motivated to try to make a play there
1: so anybody else you're right isaiah mckenzie's in a unique position where yeah. what's he in his fifth season in the league he's um, a vet he's he's a vested nfl veteran
0: yeah broncos before right two seasons five there? six i don't know
1: yeah so he's a vested nfl veteran guys that age don't normally return kickoffs but he's got the skill to do it totally bro any other stadium he's Catch, he's going to fair catch that ball, that new rule, anywhere just so he doesn't have to take the hit. The only reason he took that ball out of the back of the end zone is because he was back at Buffalo
0: and he wanted to try and go ninety, 108 yards to the house. I don't disagree with you there. I definitely think in his case that was the motivator, but I would love to see what the percentage of across this pre, week one preseason of kicks that were taken out of the end zone or not fair caught versus ones that were uh, that were returning. no you're probably right the theory you know? that
1: you have is probably right because you want to make a play
0: yeah and I'm sure the coaches again are saying
1: don't care at least we get a situation where we see the quarterback in every single spot you're not trying to win the game totally you're trying to see what your quarterbacks can do in different situations yeah. Now, here's so maybe it was by design to have him start all the way back in his own end zone that poor kid though man like thanks thanks Isaiah really sweet awesome <laughs> good job oh so like here's the thing I know the game doesn't matter And I know that people like Isaiah McKenzie, you know, you can argue two of those Patriots wins the last five years are solely because... One of them for sure. Isaiah McKenzie. But it is unique for this team because for a long time, it sure felt like every former Bill that we would play again right after they were gone Mm -hmm. had
0: a massive... Revenge performance. I'm gonna need some examples because there's two that come to mind that are I disagree with you on. Okay. What's the first one that you disagree with? Uh Levi Wallace last season. Okay, well yeah, that well the Bills are. are you talking premier like players? Yes, I'm talking
1: like, you know, star guys that were part of this team. Yes, Levi Wallace didn't even finish the game last season yeah. in Pittsburgh. And I believe that ninety eight yard Gabe Davis touchdown, speaking of taking out of the end zone. That was, was no,
0: that was that wasn't on him. Um the, uh, that may have been Minka Fitzpatrick. I don't know, uh, but either way, uh, yeah. No, Levi Wallace did have a pass breakup in the end zone, but then they scored on the. Oh next yeah, player. I forgot about that. Yeah, um, and then the other one is um, Willis McGahee coming back from Baltimore. You don't,
1: you don't agree with that?
0: I think that he didn't. Ha- he didn't have a great game, mm, did he? It's interesting you bring that up. Interesting, Willis McGahee. Yeah, his first game back as
1: a Baltimore Raven in Orchard Park. Mm-hmm. Nineteen carries, uh-huh. one hundred and fourteen yards, Ooh. and a touchdown. Okay. Now this one doesn't sting as much because the Bills ended up winning that game, the Ravens game. Yes, and okay. it was one of the seasons where like wins were very hard to come. Maybe,
0: back. maybe that's why I don't. It doesn't stand out to me because if it wasn't a loss and he didn't torch us, like I mean, 114 yards on the ground is pretty good. No, that is a,
1: 114 and a touchdown is. A, I mean, it's, it's torch. A great.
0: It's a great I mean, stat line for a running it's not back. A Torch. It's really good. But, but we
1: won the game. Who cares? Okay. Yeah. No. Well. Yes. But he came back into your house. By the game. By the way, the game was. <laughs> Pretty, it looked like the Bills were running away with it until mm-hmm. the third quarter when McGee he scored his touchdown. And all the things, all of a sudden,
0: things tightened up again. Mm. Well, you, congratulations on your stat line. Enjoy the L on the way home. But
1: here's the thing, man. After all the things he said about Buffalo and the women of Buffalo, right? <laughs> like, and then he goes against 114 and a touchdown on your defense. Not great. Yeah. He also caught two balls in that game. Oh, good for him. The one that stands out the most, that hurt the most for me as a child, mm. the Doug Flutie game. Do you remember this?
0: Um yeah when he was when he was with the Patriots, no. right? No.
1: No, 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 no. Bills travel to San Diego in 2001. Oh, yes. And they are facing the Chargers. Yes. They are playing the man that just months earlier they let walk away mm-hmm. to start Rob Johnson. Yeah. In that game. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Doug Flutie. Well, no, but yeah. Doug Flutie went 21-33 for 254 yards and a touchdown, which mm-hmm. is respectable. Yep. Rob Johnson, in fact, facing off against Doug Flutie, did not play terrible. He went 24-37 for a touchdown and an interception. The problem was the Bills lost that game in the worst way possible. What happened? The Chargers were down four with just a few minutes left. Mm. Doug Flutie drives the Chargers down the field. Ouch. He led them to the game winning touchdown by avoiding a sure sack and running, I believe it was like 10, 15 yards into the end zone for the game winning touchdown with a minute left. Oof. To make it worse, Rob Johnson gets the ball back. Mm-hmm. The Bills are down. Too th- much time, baby. The Bills are down three. Well, you say that. It was <laughs> because Rob Johnson drove them into position to kick a forty four yard game tying field goal. Okay. Which was blocked. Yikes. By Doug Flutie. <laughs> <laughs> that one hurts bad. Yeah, that Just one Just With sucks. all of the drama that had happened, Flutie versus Johnson. Johnson doesn't play all that poorly. You have the game won. You have him sacked in the backfield. It's over, and he escapes his tiny little hairy ass and he ends up in the end zone.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's I mean good for him in that sense, but because he got a raw deal. Oh, no, I disagree. I don't
1: think Rob Johnson ever got a fair shake in Buffalo. I think Doug Flutie screwed him out of his job.
0: I mean, I completely disagree with you. Doug Flutie carried the team into the playoffs and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. Rob Johnson's the guy. Like You're picking
1: specific moments. You need to stand back and look at it as a whole. I know that people in Western New York for some reason, love Doug Flutie because he's this underdog guy and blah, blah, blah. Mm. I do not like Doug Flutie. I never liked Doug Flutie. I, uh, he, I yeah. think that Doug Flutie set this
0: franchise back four years. I I'm not a Doug Flutie like absolute lover. I'm not actually. You know why? Because when he was on Dancing with the Stars, he sent out this like Twitter whatever little video was like, "Hey Bills Mafia, I need your support. Vote for me on on uh, Dancing with the Stars. Go Bills!" And then like I'm scrolling through Twitter, and then I see him again. Hey Patriots fans, vote for me on Arizona or, uh, on uh, Dan- America's Got or whatever. The show, like, dude, what are you doing? You're playing both sides here. Like, no, that go. bothered you. That, that did that, that put it over the edge. Not for the fact that he may have set our franchise back all those years. I that, mean, that's arguably, a- but no, don't cater to both fans, please. You yeah, know, I mean, that's that stinks for us in that game, most definitely. Um, but still, I mean, like, maybe just because there's so much time since then, but I think about as far as like
1: scars with old before you get there, go ahead. I do what we're talking about this Chargers game, yeah, want to you- read you the weirdest stat of maybe ever. Rob Johnson was not known for being a uh, crafty athletic QB. The guy was an animal, but like he was like a statue in the backfield quarterback. That was kind of his knock, right? Big
0: bandana guy.
1: Rob Johnson led the Bills in rushing that day. Oh 11 carries for 67 yards and 11 another, carries? 11 carries for 67 yards and another touchdown. So both Doug Flutie and Rob Johnson had touchdowns through the air and on the ground. And by the way, Rob Johnson's longest run was 16 yards. So it's not like he had one run for 64 and then the rest were scrambles.
0: And I'm sorry, that, like, that's not designed run level of NFL offense at that point. Designed QB run. Those are scrambles like, like jailbreak play and you're trying to get some yardage. Well, no, I mean, it might have, yeah, because the Bills, that was the knock on the Bills, right? The
1: offensive line was terrible. Terrible. Rob Johnson didn't have time to throw. That's why Doug Flutie worked, because he was so tiny and running around. And everybody's like, oh, Doug Flutie's awesome. Give the man you signed time to mm. throw the ball. Yeah, fair
0: enough. Okay, you were saying scars. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, the I, I think about the Ryan Fitzpatrick Houston Texans game. Uh. So I and, and what made it even worse too, like pre-game, I remember seeing that like he's trying to amp up the uh the Houston Texans, like, oh, you know, it's just another game for other people, whatever. Like it means something to me. Like this game means something to me. I just felt like so like ooh no ouch. And <laughs> then and then obviously like I can't remember how great he played but I mean obviously we lost the game. Well, it was the last real game of EJ Manuel's career. Yeah, was that the JJ Watt pick 6? Bo- yeah, I think so. Was it? The, that was in London then, right?
1: N- no, that was the Jag w- I don't know, doesn't doesn't matter.
0: We lost the game and Ryan Sp- Ryan Fitzpatrick Ryan won. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um but if I recall like he had a season in between right cuz he went from Buffalo to Tennessee Tennessee to Houston I don't remember I think I'm that was the down. case You can pull it up you got a phone right nah, there Yeah who, who cares I'd rather about be wrong accurate information I'd rather be confidently wrong on a deep talk Bills history idiot podcast Yeah I mean Doug Flutie two pass breakups and a blocked field goal in that San Diego Chargers game crazy No but you bring up Brian
1: Fitzpatrick I'm so glad he's done playing because I love, everyone loves Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, my whole heart. He's one of the few guys that I loved even after he left. And, like, the fact that he kept showing up on division rival teams. Yeah. Like, because he only played in the AFC the entire time, if I'm not mistaken, after he left Buffalo. Um, so we would see him consistently. Tennessee, Houston, Miami, he the played Jets. played Tampa Bay. Uh, you're right. You're right. Yep. And then, I mean, to have two divisional teams where we're playing him consistently. Yeah. Right? Like, one of the most confusing days of my life. Last game of the season, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a win away from making the playoffs for the first time in his career as the quarterback of the New York Jets.
0: Yes. All they have to do yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: is come to Orchard Park and beat a Bills team that has nothing to play for. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going with this. The Bills are in the lead. Mm-hmm. The Jets need a touchdown to win with time winding down. Mm-hmm. The Jets are driving. They're inside the 15-yard line. Ryan Fitzpatrick, if he scores a touchdown here, Goes to the playoffs. We love him. He's doing it in front of the fans. And here's the thing. As much as we hate the Jets, fans in that building probably would have been happy for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Totally. But at the same time, I hate the Jets so much. Mm-hmm. I They're hate, awful. I hate the Jets so much. Terrible. And we were still in our playoff drought, and I did not want them to have anything. No. And when no, Le-
0: Especially now with Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's ours. Exactly. Give him back.
1: And when Leotis McKelvin picked that ball off in of the end zone mm. to lock up the win for the Buffalo Bills.
0: Point blank period.
1: <sighs> I was so happy mm-hmm. watching these Jets fans having to walk out of there, but at the same time, everybody knew that was the only chance Ryan Fitzpatrick was going to have to play in an NFL playoff game, which he absolutely deserved yeah. to do with yeah, all the work did. that he put in. Yeah, right. He ate a he ate a team credit. He made his money, but he ate a ton of crap.
0: Yeah, but I like to think that that Ryan Fitzpatrick's playoff uh, appearance was. By proxy through Kyle Williams. That's how I fall asleep That's at a, night. The, no. Why? Th- no, because I feel like they were both in the same boat. You know, veterans, you know, hearts of their teams, good players, good teammates. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'd like to... Th- how I fall asleep at night, safely, oh. is I think that... That Ryan Fitzpatrick is just so happy for and Fred Jackson for that matter too because he got to play in the yeah, but that in didn't Seattle. affect us in any way. No, it didn't. But I'm just saying, like, like because he was such a good teammate, like he would feel satisfied in his career because Kyle and Fred both made it to a playoff. game. Yeah, he, that they both did not win.
1: It's they both played not well. Um, look, it's easy to say that into a camera if somebody asked him, he he doesn't feel. I mean, he's a competitive guy. You saw. Well, sure. You see how fiery he gets on the side.
0: I'm saying my own justifications.
1: So are we past the days of guaranteed revenge game from former players when it comes to Buffalo?
0: When it comes to Buffalo? Yeah. Um I don't I I I I don't know. May I, who knows?
1: There is a big time candidate this year on the schedule this season. What's in that? fact, two in the same
0: game. Two in the same game. I can't I have no idea what you're talking about. Isaiah Hodgins. Oh yeah. So uh and Davis Webb. So not him you really <laughs> know, I'm joking. So we'll
1: start with Hodgins. Yeah. Uh you know, he's a Bills draft pick last year. Totally. And, and a lot of people were high on this kid. Yep. So, training camp, he's performing great. They comes down between him and Khalil Shakir essentially. Who are the Bills going to keep on the active roster and who are they going to put on the practice squad? Mm-hmm. They put Hodgins on the practice squad, gets plucked off midseason by the Giants. He became one of the Giants' best wide receivers down the stretch. He looks like a legitimate NFL wide receiver. And as that was happening, at the same time, the Bills are struggling to find a wide receiver to make their offense work. Signing John Brown, He yep. cited Cole Beasley. Jamison yeah. Crowder is nowhere to be found. He's hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. He's coming back to Buffalo in prime time with the Giants. If he goes off, which is possible, sure, that's a really bad look, especially if Khalil Shakir is not the contributor that we all hoped he would be last year.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you entirely there. And let's not also forget... Hold on, before we get there, I know where you're going. No, okay. The thing that really sucks about
1: Hodgins, if he has himself a game, not only does it affect your record this year, it reminds you of what happened towards the end of the season last year because what kind of contributor could he have been? Could he have been the Had solution? Had he given the shot? Exactly. Yeah, no,
0: for sure. yeah, no, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. But the second person you're going to bring up uh, Cole Beasley coming back. Oh, to, uh, he's not making that team. Oh, but I, let's just say he does. And John Feliciano for that matter too. Not care it's, about him. No, I, I, I'm just saying like, if they're coming back to Buffalo, I, I, who knows if Cole Beasley's is going to make, the He's team, not making that team. Uh, but I don't know the other one.
1: How about the head coach of the Giants? Hmm.
0: Brian Dable. Oh, right. What did he used to do? Yeah. Would, is that a revenge game? I don't know if it's a revenge game as much as it is a, you know, Beating your your big brother for the first time, like in front of your parents. Okay. Which I still aspire to do.
1: Which will never happen. On one hand. Yeah. You don't get that job without the opportunity that Sean McDermott gives you. Totally. Okay. Yeah. On the other hand.
0: Oh, I. it definitely fast tracked him into that. Position. Well, no,
1: you, you're not going to go from you know offensive assistant in Alabama to NFL head coach.
0: Well, okay, sure, but I'm but if he, it's not entirely because of Sean McDermott. Like he could have bopped around to another OC job and then elevated from there. It definitely helped that he had one, the opportunity. To your point, two that he had Josh Allen as a quarterback, and three that he's a really good offensive minded coach. Sure, yeah, sure,
1: sure, sure. I'm not, I'm not, but there's lots of offensive mind, great offensive minded coaches that don't have the staff that believes in him and the players around him to make their offenses yeah, work right yeah. that being said mm-hmm. there's also the word that the last season between the relationship between dayball and mcdermott uh a little contentious yeah the way that they wanted to run the offense mm-hmm.
0: does dayball want to stick it in his former mentor's face i would definitely think he would even if there wasn't tension i think everyone well, in, yeah, in the nfl yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uber competitive to the point where they would want to do that sure. respectfully um but yeah no i think that that a hundred percent plays a factor because, because McDermott was like, we got to run the ball. We got to establish the run. And Brian Dable was seemingly on the opposite side of that and just wanted to, I mean, he was very crafty and, you know, wanted to make stuff happen, which is great. And yeah, it definitely seemed like they butt heads. So I'm
1: really curious how Dable feels. We're never going to know. He's not going to say it out. Yeah, never. This is going to be the first ever meeting this giants primetime game of a coaching tree member,
0: right? For Sean McDermott, For McDermott. Yeah, Leslie. I mean, Leslie not Rico, Denison. Doesn't Rico Denison isn't doing anything right now. <laughs> um, Leslie Frazier's been DC the whole time, and then Brian Dable replaced Rico Denison. So, uh, Rick Denison. Oh, it's Rico. They doesn't call matter. him Rico. It doesn't, no, it doesn't matter. Um Yeah. No, I think this is this is the beginning of the the McDermott. Coaching, you gotta beat
1: him, or else it might be the end of the McDermott coaching tree. Right? No
0: way. What? 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 No way. I'm kidding. It was a joke. Okay. But yes, no. I mean, but also, but I guess to your, I'm sorry to cut you up, but to your point too, it's not like he McDermott as the the defensive coordinator is going to get a job under his own tree. Yeah. No, you're right. Right. And do we honestly think Ken Dorsey's in line for for a head coach job? It's not out of. It's not out of the question. No. Here's the thing:
1: if the Bills go perform really well offensively this season, he could get a job next season. You think so? Yeah. I mean, look, we talked about this. He's a young guy, young offensive-minded, creative coaches get jobs all over the place. Okay. All right. I mean, Dayball got a job two years later.
0: He did yeah. that job for two, three years. Two, two, three. He's the only offensive coordinator that Josh Allen has ever had. So Josh is going into year four, right? Except or year five. for last
1: year when he had Ken Dorsey.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Going into last year. Yeah. So this is year five. So, yeah, he was there for three years. All right. All of a sudden, I'm, I'm nervous about that game. Yeah, the more we talk about it uh, I mean, uh, nervous is a, is a tough word But like, yeah, I mean it's it, Yeah, no, I am a little nervous about it okay. Yeah, I am okay. saying, I go back on what I said Oh, uh, you're an idiot What do you know I think about it? Excuse me for being in touch with my, my thinking And knowledge and emotions We're gonna find out what's making Ryan sad Oh, no Please I know you don't have any Oh, you're out of your mind I'm prepared more than you'll
1: ever know we're also going to talk about a toy that caused madness in western New York over the weekend. Okay. Like a legitimate toy for children that had grown-ass people standing in line outside of a grocery store trying to grab as many as they could. Okay. And if you go to your local grocery store, you're going to see that we have officially jumped the shark with Bill's player-related products, and we'll get <laughs> into it next. Let's go Duffalo, the Odyssey app. We'll get your podcasts. official we know that that the bills are wildly popular in western new york i mean uh, uh, top three i mean josh allen has one of the hottest selling jerseys in the nfl stefan diggs is not all that far behind him everywhere you go there's bills logo merchandise everywhere but we have now after this weekend officially jumped the shark when it comes to what we're willing to spend our money on with players and bills logos on it i don't think you give me enough credit so let's go, Duffalo, on the Odyssey app where you get your podcasts. Again,
0: reminder uh, we now have a TikTok account. We sure do, friend. Uh, what's the TikTok account again, Ryan? Let's go, Duffalo. If you search Let's Go, Duffalo, you see it on TikTok. But the direct is let's go. because oh. I don't know how to set stuff up, apparently.
1: Also, uh, you should
0: like, subscribe wherever you
1: get the Let's Go, Duffalo podcast, whether it's on the Odyssey app, Spotify, iTunes. We really appreciate that. It helps us out a ton.
0: iTunes? It's Apple Podcasts. You have an iPhone. I don't care. It's 2023. Shut up. With all that being said... Don't forget MySpace. With all that being said, it's
1: that time again. You claim you're prepared. We're going to find out... Oh, yeah. ...what is making Ryan sad.
0: Oh, well, we're just going to jump right into it then, I guess. Well, it's hard to be sad after such a great um, showing in the preseason. For who? (laughs) Not (laughs) Kyle Allen. For some members of the Buffalo (laughs) Bills roster. (laughs) Who remain to be seen on the Buffalo Bills roster. However... One element that has developed, especially in the last six hours, has me sad slash concerned slash, ee, and that would be the signing of Ezekiel Elliott to the New England Patriots, followed immediately by the signing of Dalvin Cook to the New York Jets. All right, let's break this down. I but it, it's it's saddening to me. Because I had a feeling, like, there was something in the back of my head the whole time I felt like. I never thought they were going to sign Ezekiel, or the Bills were going to sign Ezekiel Elliott. But I thought that it was going to work out with Delvin Cook somehow. Wait, really? I I, I just, it just felt. What, what? It felt like it was something that, like, I, just, I don't know. It, just, I just had a feeling that, that it just seemed like it was almost written in the stars. What would we bit. need him for? I don't know. Like, I felt like. Okay, you have, like, his brothers on the team. I understand, like, I know we talked about this last week or a couple weeks ago. Like, I understand the detraction of him being on the team, but just for some reason, I, I guess I was kind of lying to myself thinking like, oh, I, he could end up on the team. He could be, you know, a, a week zero signing and he comes into camp and he's or comes into to week one practice and mm-hmm. Delvin Cook's a Buffalo Bill. Holy oh, moly. The fact that you have his brother means you don't need Delvin Cook. There is literally I no reason this. why
1: the Bills would sign. They signed two other veteran running backs that are going to struggle to get touches.
0: Stop talking to my rational brain. Okay, well, I know this. So you just
1: wanted two brothers playing together.
0: I guess, yeah. It was a nice thing to it's, me in my head that I had built up that that was going to happen.
1: It's stupid and you're dumb.
0: Okay, fantastic. All right, while we're on the subject, let's talk no,
1: about... No, you're dumb. Let's talk about these signings that happened as we're taping this show today. Yeah. So uh,
0: we'll start with Ezekiel Elliott New England.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, irrelevant. Yeah. Completely irrelevant. I mean, but now you're getting you're getting mad, Zeke. Wow. Right? He's got something to prove now. He, is, he, he had something to prove the last two years. Yeah. What New England I don't know what New
1: England's doing, and it 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 makes me laugh harder every single year mm-hmm. where the Patriots have been consistently declining in quality and play. Yeah, the decisions that that front office and by front office, I mean, Bill Belichick makes complete head scratchers every single year. Mm-hmm. You're going back to Mac Jones when you had an opportunity to go find somebody else but you're keeping the guy that you tried to replace him with as a backup, which leads me to believe that Mac Jones is not going to finish the season as the starting quarterback. And you sign Ezekiel Elliott for what? What does he six give? Fill, you? Six months? No, no, no. no I'm season. saying. Oh, no, no, no yeah. I'm no. saying when it comes to what do you get with Ezekiel Elliott?
0: I mean, I, I... he shot, yeah. He, I... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't want to be in a position where I'm gonna say like, oh, he's so washed, and then we play him twice a year and he goes off for like 150. That will know? not. Okay, listen to me right now. That's never gonna happen. Why do you have to put that it's, out there? It's not gonna happen. I, I, and I, and also too to back up your side of it. Mm-hmm. Like I saw, I was looking for it a moment ago, but I can't find it. Like the the every single year he's been in the league, which is I would think a normal trajectory for a, sure. a running back. Yeah. Has he has declined in his total yards, like per or uh, yards per game, like mm-hmm. starting at like one hundred four his rookie year, ending last year I think with like fifty six or something like that. Okay. I also know that like um uh, Jared Jones said uh, at the combine that like oh Zeke was more hurt than he let on or than we let on, like he was playing banged up last season. I understand that. All smart money says that he's going to continue to decline and Ramondre Stevenson is going to be obviously the primary back. He's going to get the bulk of the carries, but you have someone like Ezekiel Elliott to spell you for, you know, whatever the case, but still. I don't like the idea of counting out someone, especially in our division, who was at some point, at one point in his career, an arguable top-tier player, and now we have to play him twice a year. All
1: right, so two things. One, uh, the way that you described using Ezekiel Elliott is not the way that Bill Belichick uses running backs. He doesn't spell. He has a feature back every game. So if anything, Ezekiel Elliott is taking carries away from Remindry Stevenson, which I'm fine with as a Bills fan. That actually benefits us in a huge way. Okay. Two, if you look at the history of Bill Belichick signing NFL veterans with names to his roster, if you take Randy Moss out of it, and that was a fleece deal because the Raiders are complete idiots. If you go back and look at that trade, mm-hmm. Albert Hainsworth, Chad Ochocinco, Josh Gordon, I could keep going, tire fires, mm-hmm. all of them tire fires so for you to sit here for anyone to sit here and say oh this is the master stroke that we were waiting for with the patriots no i'm not Not saying that i'm reading that online like can we just be done with the idea that the patriots are making chess moves when nobody else understands what they're doing and it's gonna benefit delivered i've never been
0: more on the same page with you why aren't you cutting counting out ezekiel elliott I'm worried that there is... I just said it. Were you no, but, listening? No, but you just go, you know, I'm, no, I, I'm not worried. Uh, it's not a masterstroke. Well, here's what I'm worried about. It's you know, not a masterstroke signing. I'm not saying that like, oh my God, what a big brain move by Bill Belichick to bring in uh, Ezekiel Elliott. All of us are morons for thinking that he's washed And to Look at him go off. All I'm saying is that it worries me that it's a little bit of a wild card of a player that has had some success at the position and was a featured back. You can argue that he was only a featured back because he played for America's... No. Team. He was great. He was great. He's done. Like Thurman Thomas was a feature back too. If Bill Belichick signed it tomorrow, would
1: you be worried about Thurman Thomas? Mm. So let's move on to the Jets and Dalvin Cook. Yeah. How nervous on a scale of one to ten are you about him being added to the Jets offense?
0: Um, I am. Let's go with a seven. Yeah, I'm a I'm a that seven high. nervous. Yeah, that high. yeah, for sure. Because I think he still got it. Um, Who's Bryce Hall? Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall. He when did he get injured? Was it like week 3? I don't remember. It was early in the season. Sure. Um so he may not be ready for week 1, but he had a great uh start to the season last year mm-hmm. and you add in and assuming that all is the same for him. Mm-hmm. Now you have another running back added to the mix. On top of that you have Aaron Rodgers who has, has shown at times in his career, that he, he can make things happen. Mm-hmm. It's just another... And then they have C.G. Mosley on the defensive side of it. The Jets, in in general, mm-hmm. are are something that could, could concern me.
1: Okay, we have officially
0: reached late 2010's Philadelphia
1: Eagles territory yeah. with the New York Jets. Okay. Where you have too many names to make the team work. Like, okay. I, I already thought they were there. With all the people that they brought in at the behest of Aaron Rodgers. If you're watching Hard Knocks, he is the... Most miserable, arrogant person you've ever met in your life. Like, it's hard to. Are you sure watch. about that? Are you sure about that? I'm positive.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm sitting pretty close to one. What is That's a terrible thing to say about my Biscuit. wife. Out of- it's, it's, <laughs> biscuit's really getting too big for his britches.
1: Again, what is Delvin Cook bringing to this Jets team that they didn't already have?
0: I more of what they have, arguably more. what I'm concerned about is more of what they already have. Okay, so that's the problem with building an NFL roster
1: is when you bring players in, you need to bring in something that you don't have because if you start bringing in more of what you already have, it detracts from the roster that you've built.
0: I I understand your point, but if it's a skill position, Mm -hmm. though, I I don't think that applies. I understand your argument of like if you have you know, uh, 10 quarterbacks mm-hmm. and no one to block for them. Like, yeah, of course it's, it's a team effort, okay. but with skill positions, I think there's a little bit more variable. There. All
1: right. Let's talk about the greatest teams of all time. Sure. All right? Uh, when the Patriots were winning all their super bowls, well, let's take the super bowls out of it. When Randy Moss was setting records, mm-hmm. right. Okay. With Tom Brady, who was their second wide receiver? Um, no idea. Wes Welker.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Makes
1: were sense. anything about those two players similar? No. No, they weren't.
0: They're different positions. They no,
1: it's the same position. Uh,
0: they're wide receivers, but they're different positions, they do, and you know
1: it. They, You're, no, but the point I'm making is you have Randy Moss to blow the top off a of defense,
0: and you have Wes Welker to go get you 7, 5, 12 yards when you need it. Okay, that is not the same when it comes to running backs. It's exactly the same. No, it's not. It's It's not, though. The Bills, at one point, on their roster, had three of the best running backs
1: in the NFL, and none of them were successful. You had C.J. Spiller, who went over 1,000 yards rushing, had a bunch of yards receiving, was one of the best kick returners in the NFL. You had Fred Jackson, who averaged, you know, four to six yards a carry consistently during that season. And you had arguably one of the best running backs of his generation in Marshawn Lynch. Mm -hmm. And all three of them were terrible because all three of them did very similar things. When you have guys on the roster that do the same job, it doesn't multiply... It detracts and we saw it with the Eagles and their quote dream team all those years ago. We're gonna see it with the Jets. They I,
0: have too many names in that room that do the same thing. Okay. You I, I don't disagree with your point. Then why are you arguing? Oh, because I because I still I don't wanna be the same thing with the Patriots. I don't wanna be the guy who's like, There's no way this is gonna work out and then like and then be be there with egg on my face. You can stand back and look at things impartially, right? Like
1: an aging quarterback With a running back who wanted too much money that no one else was willing to pay him, who has a similar role as a guy you already have on the roster, who is now going to have to fit in a room with a whole bunch of egos because there are a lot of egos in that room. None bigger than Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so... And a coach that has proven that he
0: cannot control when his team goes south. Fine. As far as three years from now, I completely agree with you. But for this year... I th- it's very clear that they're going all in for for a championship this year. Okay, whether or not, and, and and again, I don't disagree with your point that it's too many cooks in the kitchen, so to speak, too many Delvin cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't. I just it worries me. That's why I'm not at a ten as far as nervousness. I'm at a seven. Seven's too high. Three, okay, three max. I three, love any, I love dude, these. you're you're asking for trouble. You're asking for trouble. When it's, I'm not concerned at all. I'm not nothing can stop Rowan Gardner now. I'm not. I can look. I'm not sitting here coming from an emotional
1: place, which you are, by the way. I am not emotional at all. I get sad once a week, but that's it. You are literally. This segment started with the emotion of sadness because of these two signings. Yeah, I am giving you straight up facts. You are giving me. But what if it goes wrong?
0: Whatever. Where's your facts? (laughs) Back up. Life's more than facts, Pat.
1: What does that even mean?
0: Less one of the facts. No, it's not. Yes, it is. There is intuition, there is feeling, and I don't wanna be the one who doesn't who looks, overlooks an opponent, or says or makes up some like you know, like coping excuse in my head that like, oh man, these guys are going to be washed, blah blah blah. It's any given Sunday, and you know it.
1: Oh my god, you're not playing Delvin Cook. You're not on the defensive line when Delvin Cook comes to town. He's not going to see what you said, write it on, and hang it up on the bulletin board. Be like, oh, let me show Ryan Duffy. That's not. Oh, let
0: me show. Let's go, though. Dude. Oh, I'm Ryan. I'm saying it as a proxy. Oh, as Ryan a, Duffy. As a Bills fan, I don't want to see that. Delvin Cook, I'm really bad. goes Ryan. Come Ryan. I see you in the crowd. I'm coming at you. You I are. S-T-U-P-I-T. That's what you are. Are you spelling it out because you have to? That's what we have to say (laughs) with with my three-year-old. Can I say real quick? I said the F word by accident, and then she said to me, but she didn't say the F word. She said, don't say F word. I said, okay. And then she goes, I'm sorry for saying F word. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's get into what happened over the
1: weekend Mm -hmm. uh, before the Bills preseason game. It was the release of the third series of the Buffalo Bills Fisher-Price Little People Collection. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So on Friday, uh, they were put on sale at Area Wegmans in the Buffalo and Rochester area. Okay. Um, These Bills Little People make fans go insane. Really? The last three years, there have been lines out the door at a bunch of Wegmans, people trying to get their hands on them. They are unbelievably rare. The first run that they did, they didn't anticipate all of the... uh, what's what I'm looking for excitement for them mm-hmm. so they go online now between anywhere between 50 and 150 bucks depending on the condition of the box of the little people
0: okay. what and what's and what do they retail for uh $25 okay so uh god I, I don't get
1: it <laughs> okay man Wegmans in Buffalo had lines out the door to get their hands on these little people there were Wegmans in Rochester where in a matter of hours they completely sold out so uh, I live in Henrietta so I go to the Calkins Road Wegmans sure it's, the, a, it's a quality Wegmans. It is a great Wegmans. Uh at the Calkins Road Wegmans to avoid issues, I'm assuming, they had the Bills little people behind the service desk. Sure. So you had to go up and ask they for They don't your,
0: want any trouble at Calkins Road. Yeah,
1: had to go up and ask for your Bills little people, which made me feel like a complete idiot. What do you think this is, parenting? Get in line.
0: We're Calkins over
1: here. You know what I did? What's that? Okay, so
0: I wanted so I got your daughter. You I know what you did. You went in And got one and then went to the back of the line with a drawn on mustache (laughs) and got another one. So I'm getting one for me because I have the second series, too. So I wanted to put them next to each other. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, totally. 37 year old man.
1: But I understand also that uh, your daughter Mm -hmm. and our nephew, our sister's son. Yeah, uh, he would also want. one. Sure. So I needed three. Okay. problem was uh, they would only sell me two. <laughs> so I go up to the service desk and I go, hey, uh, and I need three and they go, Oh, I'll limit two. And I go, okay, I'll just I'll take two then.
0: Listen, do you happen, because no one does, do you happen to listen to the radio in the in the area? Because I don't, and no one else does. So if you can give me three, please, I would appreciate it. So
1: at that point I'm like, well, it looks like I have two because I'm not just giving one of the kids one and I'm keeping one for myself. <laughs> um Henrietta has two Wegmans. That are like literally a mile from each other. Oh my god! I drove right to the other Wegmans and bought another one, so I could have one. Your daughter could have one, and our nephew could have one. So
0: two things. So one, just human to human. Before I, I torch you. Yeah. Um. Thank you for that. Shut First, up! No. Very, very get kind out of you, my face. Very kind of you. Dick. Uh. Thanks for keeping her in mind. Shut but up. also. Uh, this is very reminiscent of, of when we were kids where we had to drive around all of the greater Rochester area for those stupid Rugrats <laughs> watches at Burger King.
1: Okay, we got to bag it up. Burger King did a promotion with the Rugrats I think Rug we've Rats talked movie. about this on the show I before. don't think we've talked about the Rugrats watches. Are you sure? Yeah, positive. Okay. They did a promotion with the Rugrats movie came out where they gave out digital talking Rugrats watches. And for some reason, my dad became, our dad became obsessed with collecting all of the Rugrats watches. Did he think they were going to be valuable?
0: I, I mean, I, this was... Was wait, was this right around eBay time? Might have been. I mean, it, it had to have been because he was. He, I we totally did the same forgot thing with, about this. We did the same thing with Furby's yep. We did this like I, 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 kudos to him. Like he was plugged in as far as like well, yeah, what was no, no yeah.
1: Thanks to the mansion he's living in, paid for by Rugrats watch money. Shut up, plugged in. Shut
0: up. Oh my god, they got the Tommy watch, bro.
1: Bro, you're right. I totally <laughs> forgot about driving to all of the Burger Kings in the greater Russia area trying to find...
0: The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Well,
1: no, I like the bills. I just want to display them. I'm not going to sell them. I keep Whatever all Whatever you got to
0: say, man. Whatever you got to do. I'm not buying Tommy Pickles watches. I remember, too, just real quick before we get off of that. The, the He found... Because the Tommy watches were the ones that were hard to find. You get Chucky and Phil and Lil all over the place. Those are dime a dozen. <laughs> but nobody had the blue Tommy watches. And I remember I remember Dad like calling around. At the dining room table yeah, with I his conversation his, yes, hat on, yes. calling all the different uh, Burger Kings in the area, and he gets a hold of the one in if I recall, if not who okay, cares, it's my story, I can lie if I want to. He said that uh he called the Marketplace Mall Burger King. And I remember he he we drove out there in the mall, in the mall and he walked up to the guy, it's like, Hey, I called about the, the Tommy watches, and he gives him to them in a brown um like Burger King bag, like some kind of drug deal. <laughs> And he comes back in, and we're like, "Oh my gosh, we got the Tommy watches!" Like, I think about that fondly. Honestly. Why? But he got it. Was an adventure. We're got, driving all over town trying no, to find these watches. No, but it wasn't to like be fun for us. He thought he was going to make a no. whole bunch of money on Tommy watches. Oh, Why what else? Who cares? I don't care about that. I had a fi- I have fun memories of it. We're what? going on a scavenger hunt trying to find the watches. Why else would a forty-year-old man be collecting all of the Rugrats watches? Hey, whatever. You guys, got to eat. So we've officially- <laughs> funny enough. We were at Burger King nine times. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't eat once. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, could have fooled me. <laughs> right? Um,
1: oh, wow. Real nice. Both of us. <laughs> Jesus. So we have officially jumped the shark when it comes to Bill's Player merchandise. Oh so? Okay, so we know that Josh has his line of barbecue sauces and rubs. Oh, yeah. We know that Stefan Diggs has his hot sauces and blue cheese. Yep. Uh, this year, a new Bill's Player product on top of Josh Jackson and all the sauces, Josh Allen pizza sauce. Oh. Can I, have, can I ask a question? Sure. Why? Um, I mean... Uh, that's a that's a dynamite question.
0: He's not Italian. Mm-hmm.
1: He doesn't ever talk about
0: making pizza. No. Nope. Why do I want Josh Allen pizza sauce? Does he have a big, like, Chef Boyardee hat on the jar? No, it's just a, that would be funny. Then I don't want it. It's, if he doesn't, if that doesn't have that, I'm not interested. It's just a picture of him playing football, like, in a game. They just took a picture from, like, a game, and they put it on the f- jar of sauce. That's a missed opportunity. I mean, like, if, if he's, like, blessing some guy who's like, hey, Josh, I really need this. I really need to make these sauces. And he's like, "You go ahead, like his cousin or something." Sure, man, no problem, Any, anytime. Um, but I think you got to lean into it a little bit. Like, I need like a, a, a Hulk Hogan pasta mania like <laughs> like photo <laughs> with Josh Allen there. Like that could take like
1: fifteen minutes tops. But like with Stefan Diggs, like the blue cheese and the hot sauce, I believe Stefan Diggs eats wings. He looks like a guy that eats wings. Yeah. Right? Okay. Like with Josh Allen and the barbecue sauce and the rubs, I believe that Josh Allen eats barbecue. He looks like a guy that eats barbecue. You don't? Oh, no, I don't think. I be, he looks like a guy that would be around a grill, like making hot dogs at some point.
0: Sure. You're well, putting barbecue sauce on hot dogs? No, I'm just saying psychopath? like, okay, ribs, whatever you. Oh, I'm t- I, I guess like, just want to be clear here. These are like Wegmans brand. And granted, just before we say anything else, like the money for the proceeds from this are going to like O'Shea's. Right or children's house? I, I don't know. I, I, I'm pretty sure there's a portion okay, of the proceeds yeah, I'm just going saying. to. So I'm just saying, like, I just my point is that nah, nah, nah. shut up. The This is just a, a branding play. Like, Josh has nothing. Josh isn't no, tasting the sauce I and being understand. like, I'm going to go with number four, actually. I the the un- paprika is really standing out there. I understand.
1: But what I'm saying is, if I'm going to buy something mm-hmm. and get excited about it for football season with a Bills player on it, I have to kind of believe that this is something you like. Doug Flutie loves cereal. Well, no, Are you but serious? Like everybody loves cereal. Like, okay, a player having a cereal is not new. Everybody does that. It's fun. It's part of being a big time player. Sure. Right? right? Josh Jacks, fine, I'll eat those. I could see Josh eating barbecue. I, I can't picture Josh Allen making his own pizza in his mansion. Okay. it doesn't make any sense to Someone's me. Someone's making it for him. Therefore, even though I'm still going to buy it, I'm not going to be happy about it.
0: Yeah, I'm a Don Pepino guy.
1: But by far, <laughs> the stupidest yet most brilliant product for uh, put out by a Bills player this offseason. Mm-hmm. Long snapper Reed Ferguson now has his own line of barbecue sauces and rubs. Interesting. And this one is exactly what you said Josh's isn't. Okay. He he created these. He's a big barbecue guy. You know, he's got his Grills Mafia Club. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So uh, it's called Q42 Barbecue. Get it? Q42. Blue
0: 42.
1: Blue 42. Like the call in a football game.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, because he's 69. And that doesn't look good on a barbecue (laughs) sauce. (laughs) yeah q42 okay i get it that's funny so
1: the bills fan base has to be the only fan base in the nfl that would buy a product endorsed by the long snapper (laughs) yeah maybe because it's the lowest position on the team Mm, yeah maybe a lower position you cannot win a game as the long snapper
0: yeah, I mean, I would say like an inside gunner on like punt or kick. No, because you can win a game. Yes, and and more often than not, you are a reserve linebacker or wide receiver, whatever the case. Um, yeah, you literally have one job as the long snapper. I mean, you could lose a game. And you, at, 100%. Yeah.
1: But, like, you're not, it's not going to be like, that hey, long snap's the reason why the Bills won. Or, or, or. Like, every other player on the roster, yeah. kicker, punter, everybody else can affect a game where their performance wins the game and it stands out. Whereas the long snapper, as long as you do your job the right way,
0: nobody cares. The only circumstance in which Reed Ferguson could um, win, or any long snapper could win a game, is if. He long snaps it back. Yeah. The holder just whoa, where's the ball going? Like fumbles it all over the place. There's some kind of mad scramble, and Reed Ferguson picks it up and runs it in for a touchdown. But even as I'm saying that out loud, I don't know if you can advance a a a, a, a ball like that. Yeah, you can on a field goal. You can pick on it a up a field goal. A oh, okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, yeah, and then you got two points, and you win by uh, you win by two after no, no. you're just trying to to tie. Oh, Thank oh, you, Reed Ferguson, okay, or win by a oh, win by one rather. You go for two, win by one. <sighs> What a wonderful fantasy that to wait, 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 you're going to have Reed,
1: because we're not kicking it from the three-yard line anymore. We scored, it would be Josh, from the third. Josh
0: scored. Yeah. We're down seven. Okay. Josh scores to Stephon Diggs. Okay. No, 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 we're going for one. We're, we're going to We're playing it for up. overtime, tying it up. which was a dumb move, McDermott. What are you thinking? <laughs> At home, you're going to play for overtime? We know how overtime works out for this team. Okay. So you go for one because you're trying to be conservative because that's what you do. Sure. Reed Ferguson, excellent snap. Right back to Sam Martin. Sam Martin, it's the dead of winter. It's cold. His fingers don't work right now. He fumbles the ball. It's going all over. Tyler Bass is looking around going, oh my God, I'm going to die right now because I'm I'm, I'm a toothpick and there's nothing I can do here. I'm just going to back up ahead toward the sideline. A giant mad dash scramble for the ball happens. Looney Tunes style. Everyone jumps on it and the ball just goes. Okay. outside of the top and Reed Ferguson is right there goes right into his hands and walks in high stepping Deion Sanders style for a touchdown for a two point conversion what we win by one in your fantasy they're kicking the
1: field goal from the three yard line they'd be kicking from the 30 Reed Ferguson would have to sprint 30 yards without getting caught to f-
0: score that two point conversion oh well, what I forgot to mention is that in that scuffle it was very much like Cooney Tunes where it's just like hands and feet and like dust like coming out and they're just like moving shifting from side to side
1: you're an idiot. Yeah, I know. All right, uh, we got another Bills game to get ready for. Saturday night football. Evening football. <laughs> 6.30 football. Uh, the Bills headed to Pittsburgh. There are a couple of things we have to watch out for here. One, man who might be playing for his job. Another man who we need to stop doing so well so we can keep him. Yeah, we'll get into it. Let's go Duffalo, the Odyssey app, right podcast. nice to have a game to look forward to now every week totally god it was so good to be
0: back it feels fantastic
1: let's go duffalo the honesty app wherever you get your podcast he's ryan duffy my name is pat duffy we're on tiktok now that's all ryan's thing by the way so if you see something on our tiktok account that's weird and uncomfortable you can blame ryan for that
0: we're a brand and we're in it together where
1: so. where can i find the tiktok again
0: on tiktok Oh, uh, if you search uh, Let's Go Duffalo, I'm sure it'll come up. But also, it's let's.go.duffalo. Okay. Bill Steelers, 6.30 p.m. Saturday. Way to go,
1: Pittsburgh. With the weird-ass start time. Right. Can't be 5, can't be 7, got to be 6.30.
0: Seriously, I got kids to put to sleep, dude.
1: All right, so as we go into the second preseason game, as we tape this, we uh, don't know if this is the game that Josh is going to play or if it'll be the final preseason game. Last year, it was the final preseason game, if I remember I think I, so, yeah. I, remember correctly. I think you're right. So let's go under the assumption that Josh and... And Steph and all those guys will not be dressing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is Kyle Allen playing for his job on Saturday?
0: Um, yeah, he is. I I would say, but here's the thing: like, if Matt Barkley wins the backup job, is Kyle Allen your practice squad? Guy? No, he's gone. You think so? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, maybe you can waive him and maybe put him on the practice squad, hoping that he learns the system. But I think that he gets snapped up by somebody.
0: Interesting. I, at um, least
1: my, I, I mean, I could be wrong based on his performance that he's had yeah. in that first game and the uh, stuff coming out of camp. Yeah. All right, does
0: um, yeah, Bar- I think he's probably playing for his job. All know.
1: right. After Barkley gets had the performance that he had, and McDermott comes out and says it's still a wide open number
0: two quarterback job mm-hmm. without winking for some reason. <laughs> does Matt Barkley get the start? If so, Josh isn't playing. Does he get to go with the ones? I think so. Yeah. I mean, just through any competition, like, um, yeah, like if it, like how you mentioned before, like Barkley was playing with threes against threes, yeah. you know, in a system that he knows like the back of his hand. So. Yeah, if you're really going to see what what he's got, I think you have to put him out there with the twos. You know what I mean?
1: Okay, so we started this uh, show making fun of Matt Barkley. Yeah. Let's say Matt Barkley goes out and he performs. I mean, not as well as he did last Saturday because that was insane. Yeah. But let's say he performs much better than Kyle Allen did against the Colt starters, the Colt starting defense. Mm -hmm. Are you comfortable with Matt Barkley as your starting or your number two quarterback? I am.
0: As, again, as comfortable as I could be without with Josh not being so, my starting quarterback. So
1: a back to back good performances would lead you to believe that he could go five hundred having to start two games next year.
0: Well, my dumb brain says yes, but or yeah, my dumb brain says That's yes, but, my, but but my smart brain says is just screaming like from the corner of the room, but no one can hear him. Nate Peterman, Nate Peterman, shut Nate up, Peterman. Shut up. So no, I I mean yeah, I yes. The answer is yes. Plus, I love Matt Barkley.
1: Let's keep him on the team. I love Matt Barkley, too. I want, he's going to be on the team. He's going to be on the practice squad. Nobody's going to grab him off of waivers. By the way, he's now at the point in his career where if somebody says we want to sign you, he can just say, no, I would like to stay on the practice squad in Buffalo, which is what he said he would do.
0: So, Okay, that's actually a good point. I thought it was if you were going to be signed to a 53, you don't have a say if you're on the practice squad.
1: It is I, up to a certain point. The rules are complicated because of the CBA, but Matt Barkley is past that point where he can just stay on the practice okay, squad.
0: Okay, because I also understand, like, if you're, I don't care who you are, if you're a young player and you're on a practice squad and one of the other 32 teams says, we're going to put you on the 53, like, I don't care where, like, they could be my, my dad being the, bad example. It could be uh, my my wife being the head coach. I, I, I got be like, these, Sorry, honey, I'm going to
1: San Diego. I got all these Tommy watches to help you
0: stay. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. The difference between a game check is like half a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, totally, yeah, you, you know got it. Yeah, go with it. Yeah, I'm with you. But yeah, no. If but knowing that, if you have the ability to say like, Nah, I'm good. I'm gonna stay right here and really play hard to get. Impossible <laughs> to get. Um, yeah, no, that's great, cool. All so right. that at that point, but so to that point, I would say I would be more comfortable with Matt Barkley being the practice squad quarterback. Well, every that's what he's gonna be no matter what. I'm saying let's say McDermott's legit
1: here. Let's because look, I think that's what he's gonna be no matter what. But let's say that McDermott is not lying and he's saying this is a legitimate open number two job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If he's on the sideline with his jersey on, being the one snap away, mm-hmm. if he, how good of a performance do you have to see on Saturday where you're comfortable with that? Does he have to eclipse fourteen to fifteen for 172? I and mean, touchdowns? yeah.
0: Well, how how much better can you? Well, what's fifteen the, to pass, fifteen? Wait, are you sure. Well, what's the passer rating for fourteen to fifteen and one twenty or one seventy two in a touch? you like, come know. on, two touch, two touchdowns, do, dos touchos, two touchies. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, you can't get much better of a stat line there. So, no, I don't think he can do better. He can definitely do worse. Okay, so we're all cheering for these guys to do better. Of course.
1: Except uh, there's one player that Bills fans should be cheering for to not do well at all on Saturday. I don't understand. That would be wide receiver uh, Anthony Isabella. Andy
0: Isabella. Are you sure? Pretty sure it's Andy Isabella. I want to check it out? Sure. Because every, there's one person that we all know, right, Bills fans? He was signed
1: three weeks ago. He's been in the league a couple years. What, he play in Los Angeles last year? Andy
0: Isabella, uh, football wide receiver. Is his name Anthony, but he's called Andy? No, his name is Andy. Andy-thony. And- <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Andy Isabella. All right, let's take this again. Three, two, one, go. He's one of the
1: bright spots for the Colts game playing wide, uh, from the wide receiver position. Three yep. catches for 42 yards. He looked great. He looks real, real wiry. He needs to stop playing so well. Because the Bills' wide receiver roster, game day roster, is set. He is not going to make that. There's no way he makes that roster with the signings and the draft picks that you have. Yeah, I'm with you. The only way that he stays in Buffalo is a member of the practice squad. And he's a guy you want to have. Because, again, remember what happened last year when receivers started going down. You needed a possession guy. You didn't have anyone in your practice squad that could do it for you. This is that guy. If he balls out again... On
0: Saturday, mm-hmm. he will not make it through waivers and the Bills will not be able to stash him on the practice. Court. I'm with you with that for sure. Um, did he play any kind of special or did he play any return role on, uh, on Saturday? I don't remember. I don't either. Um, I feel like he played that in Arizona a little bit. But I also know like that team was a tire fire and probably oversaw or overshadowed, whatever the case. Um, but yeah, no, I think like maybe he would be a good option to, to try as a return specialist. And then at that point, I think there may be a path for him on the 53. No, I don't think so. No? With the guy. Okay. So you got Gabe and Steph, obviously. Yep. You're not totally. going to,
1: you're not going to put this guy on the roster over Khalil Shakir, who was a pretty high draft pick last yeah, season. Yeah, right? yeah. You had the two free agents in Sheerfield and, uh, who's the other guy? Um, uh, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, We're I know lucky. exactly. But, I'm okay. Sorry. So those yeah, two yeah, guys, yeah. and then you're, if they keep six, which it looks like they're going to be the fifth round pick shorter out of, uh. Florida, mm-hmm. right? After what happened last year with Hodgins, you're not going to make that mistake again. You keep him on the roster to ensure that he stays. So mm. who does he replace? Yeah.
0: How many wide receivers is that? If that's six, that's by the six. way. They're not going to keep seven. Because you say. also have
1: uh, your two tight ends now that are going right. to be used as
0: wide receivers. And they have a uh, they have decisions to make it at the defensive line, or like D-tackle and D-end and on top of that, too. Let's put it this way. If you try to stash the kid from Florida that you drafted
1: in the fifth round, and he gets plucked through Ravers. Mm-hmm. after whatever After what happened. It just goes crazy. After what happened with Hodgins last year, you got a serious
0: front office problem. Well, okay, so let's let's pause for a second because yeah. I know that Isaiah Hodgins played very well for the the New York Giants at the end of the season, yeah. right? Yeah. They didn't have much of a receiving threat or core at that point. Mm-hmm. So I could say, like, maybe they're... Did they make the playoffs? Yeah, they made the playoffs. Yeah, they made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they did. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's it's maybe we're overblowing that a little bit more than than we really are, should be. I have a question. Sure. Uh, how much of a receiving core do the Bills have down
1: the stretch? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you're gonna tell me that he couldn't have contributed. You signed John Brown, who hadn't been in the league in two years, mm-hmm. off the street. You signed, Getting the gang back you together. You signed
0: Cole Beasley off the street. you had to come and be like, hey, remember that stuff I said? Sorry, guys. <laughs> hey, I'm a pretty big jerk back there. Sorry about all that. Yeah, I just, it. I just retired and said I didn't want to be here. But now I'm unretired, and I'd love to be here. Sorry
1: about all that stuff I said, guys. So, yeah. Don't tell me it was overblown when you got the body of John Brown. Literally John Brown's body. You're welcome, Jam Band fans. I was and It's Cole Beasley.
0: I'm. I would love. To, I mean, we'll never really know, I guess, but I would love to to know what the thought process was there. You know, are you just taking the L at that point as Brandon Bean and being like, "Yeah, made a mistake," or we wanted to keep him? Like that's why with we Hodgins? had him on the practice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, look, yeah, they valued Shakir over Hodges, which is fine. I mean, again, it's hard to tell when these guys are coming out. You don't know in a game situation how they're going to react. Yeah. Early in the season, with Crowder healthy, with the wide receiving mm-hmm. thing, okay, fine. We're going to keep one of these guys. We believe that the position Shakir plays is more valuable than the position the Hodges is going to play in the wide receiver situation. Well, didn't Hodges get signed late in the season? Uh, it was like halfway through. Okay. You got plucked. Okay. it was Cause right Well, because at that point, Crowder's down. Yeah, but the Bills were still managing okay. Mm. It's when everything started going to hell. Gabe, all of a sudden, uh, problems. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Okay. So uh, with the Bills playing their second preseason game on Saturday, mm-hmm. they are 11-1 in their last 12 preseason games. Oh boy. And I know everyone's making a joke about this like it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Here's why it does. The fact that the Bills have won 11 of their last 12 preseason games shows you that Sean McDermott's system is great. Sure, the process. No matter who is playing defense, you are going to you have the ability to win a game. Yeah. Right, I think so, and that goes with your ones out there on Sundays, mm-hmm. and that goes with the thir- threes, fours, and fives that are going to be playing in the last five minutes Saturday night. You saw it with the motley crew that was pieced together throughout the regular season last year too. Okay, so. like to that point, you know, there's the corner battle going on right now between Dane Jackson, who's an NFL veteran, he's had a he's had a decent career. Year four,
0: I think it is. Okay. Year three,
1: you have Kyrie who was a first round pick last mm-hmm. year. Yep, and you have six round pick Christian Bedford that are all equally, it seems neck and neck for this job. Yeah, yeah. Can you think of a corner in this in the time that McDermott's been here that has had a bad game that you remember?
0: Um where they just got torched. As a starter? Yeah. No, even as not a starter. As Ooh. a fill Oh, I mean I mean Cam Lewis had a pretty um rough uh go against the Vikings when he had to get uh Justin Jefferson. Je- yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, you want to argue that. Um No, I mean nothing comes to mind. I mean, now look,
1: McDermott's had Tremaine Edmonds most of the time, right? So he's a big, he's huge pass coverage linebacker. So maybe that changes this year. But the fact, same with Matt Milano for that matter too. But the fact is, I mean, like, for years, you can think of games where, like, one corner back during the Bills' drought. So like, you got to be kidding me! You got to be kidding me! How is this keep happening? How are they keeping them in the game? Okay, we're gonna go with somebody else. Oh, you got to be kidding me! It's happening again. I don't remember that happening mm. in a McDermott defense. It's it's look. The players are obviously talented, and the more talented the players are, the better the defense looks. But. It sure feels like anyone you put back there in that scheme is going to be able to perform to keep the defense in that game.
0: The only one that can, like, kind of comes to mind, and I don't have any stats to back it up, so I'd be curious of your opinion. Would be jo- would be Josh Norman. You know, be all oh, the stats that I think of myself is him getting absolutely postered by Derek Henry. Yeah, but that's not him playing, of course. Yeah. So like that, but so that stands out to me, and I know he was only on the season team for one season. He did have a forced fumble throughout the season too. So. You know. Every
1: corner is going to give up plays. And yeah, Josh Norman gave up plays. But yeah. when it comes to like, you know, they show those stats like, you know, this wide receiver has this many yards over this person this far in the game. I don't remember seeing those stats yeah. for Bills corners. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. That being said, with the Bills being 11-1 and one mm-hmm. in their last 12 preseason games, right now the Bills are two and a half point dogs on FanDuel against the Steelers. Really? Yes, they are. Okay. And that is what we call free money. <laughs> free freaking money. Okay. You're not betting them on Saturday. Oh, I don't bet, but yeah, yeah. here was
0: no because I know that it's going to open floodgates. What I know, I'm scared. You you made fun of me for betting the game on Saturday. You did, or I did. Yeah,
1: and I won forty three dollars. Oh,
0: good for you! Congratulations betting on preseason football.
1: Hey, uh, I have forty three dollars that you don't have. Oh, good for you. It makes the game so much more fun. The games don't matter. They don't matter. But the end of that game, we were getting really into it because there was a chance that there was going to be a bad backdoor cover, and I was going to blow that. uh, (laughs) <laughs> that $50 that I laid down on a Bills preseason <laughs> game. Yeah, I guess when I say it out loud, it's pretty degenerate. Yeah, right? I'm glad you came full circle. Look, man, just if you're going to gamble, just bet preseason and make it fun. Put $5 down so at the end you're like biting your nails and having a good time and cheering for something. Okay. Man, stuffing
0: that two-point conversion, that stick there, <laughs> saved my hide. And on top of your Micah hide. And also, um, that was just a dynamite play. Yeah, it was. I, that it, was it was so, so dynamite, great. I forget was who it Dorian was. Dorian Williams? I, I think it was Dorian Williams. Was it? I think so. I could be wrong. Well, let's just say it was, but um, he's also if it, if it is him and was him, um, he's in a, a competition for for a linebacker spot too. Like yeah, I don't he know, fell if behind AJ gonna... Klein. Oh,
1: AJ gotcha. Klein was out there. But that's if they, you're probably right because it was that late in the game and he didn't show up until like, he was running with the fours, which is
0: not great. That's not a good point. Great. I mean, it, he's in great position. It was a great stick. You know, how does AJ Klein keep sticking around this roster? I really don't know. <laughs> I mean, he he got. I like A.J. Klein. Yeah, they, did they release him last season? or was Two he years on the ago, prim-
1: they signed him again last season. They, when they signed they were him again. That's right, problems. that's right.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, was he on a team? He had to have been obviously a free agent if they just signed him straight up. I think he was in a camp with somebody didn't make it and that stayed in shape. But okay. that guy
1: looks like he doesn't have to work out to stay in shape. He looks like he's a G.I. Joe that just came out of the box. He looks terrifying. He is very scary looking. Mm-hmm. I right? do not want to run into that guy at a gas station. With all that being said... <laughs> Nothing left to do. No. But watch and bet on this game on Saturday. Bill Steelers, 630. We'll be back here next Monday as we get closer to the regular season. Again, Ryan, if uh, folks want to find us on TikTok, where can they go? Uh, they can go to let Duffalo, Or just type in Let's Go Duffalo. Find us there. Again, we would really appreciate the like, the subscribe, rating, all that stuff. Helps us out a ton. To... It
0: really does. We read them. We appreciate them. You actually read them? I've read both of them. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> So thank you to to those nice, kind people. Or maybe the same guy twice. My name's Pat Duffy. His
1: name's Ryan Duffy. We'll catch you next week on Let's Go Duffalo. But before we go...
0: Go Bills!